Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Welcome to Savvy Business, Life Unscripted, with your host, Christina Rivera, where our guests share their wisdom and valuable business tips, empowering our audience to expand their personal potential. Hi, Danielle Goldberg. Welcome to Savvy Broadcasting, Life Unscripted. We are so grateful to have you out here. I just told you before we got started with our interview that you're the third one out to our final send off uh, uh, as we end the show after um, 11 and a half years. Uh, but I'm so grateful. We've had wonderful folks from Otter PR come out and join us and share their expertise. And you are yet another wonderful person from Otter PR coming to share today, breaking stereotypes, the PR power of Barbie in shaping our culture. It's it's so interesting. It, that movie got such rave reviews because there were so many messages in that movie that we could take away, apply to our business, uh, PR messages that we could actually use to build our business. But before we go there, just share with our audience a little bit about your backstory. Of course. So I um, am a PR professional. I have been doing this for three years right out of college. I went to school um, at Rollins College. Um, in Orlando, Florida for um, public relations. So, and I've been with Otter PR ever since. So um, yeah, I'm really excited about that and excited to talk about Barbie because I loved the toy as a girl. So I'm glad that she made a comeback as an adult. And now she's honestly this year been a big part of my life because we have had like a ton of press just surrounding the Barbie movie. Um, and it, yeah, it trickled so deeply in that we were able to like eat like angle clients um, into the movie and different topics about it. So I'm excited to talk about it with you today. Yeah, I am too. And, you know, I was a big fan growing up too. And what it was for me as I've always had that kind of creative streak. So a Barbie for me was a way to use that because what I used to do is actually make clothes for my Barbie badly, you know, <laughs> but you know, I would take old strips of clothes, rip it up. My mom's like, what are you doing? Um, but what I love about Barbie, whether you played with the Barbie and mixed it with the can with your girlfriends, um, it allowed you a way to um, creatively express yourself in different ways. Yeah, I definitely think that that's true. Um, and just even throughout the movie, like they showed with the creative expression of the mom and different things like that. Um, 
So yeah, I think it's definitely a tool for that. And it is such an imaginative toy because I do think now like kids now, I always look at them and I'm like, these toys do so much for you. Like the Mm -hmm. iPads are doing so much for you to where Mm -hmm. like we were just given an object and then we had to like, you know, play Barbie and like make up a scenario (laughs) on our heads and like be a little bit more creative. So um, yeah, I do appreciate that she's coming back for that too, because I do think that the next generation, they need Barbie just like they, we did. <laughs> yeah. They, they need those imaginative tools. I mean, because actually, yeah, you just go outside and have fun and mix it up and use your imagination to make up games. And now like, you're right. I see two-year-olds in like a uh, stroller and they just hand them an iPad and I'm like, no, you want them to actually. <laughs> yeah. And also I found that it's, most creativity comes from boredom and that boredom is actually a good thing that people kind of try to stay away from it, kind of go to social media. I'm bored. Let's go to Netflix. But actually bored is not a bad thing. Yeah, I actually, um, over the summer, I went to the Meltwater conference and Trevor Noah was the keynote speaker. And that was like a big note that he hit on. And because everybody's like, how'd you get so successful? How'd you do this? How'd you do that? And he was like, I was bored. Like my mom, like, you know, was busy. She was working like, and you know, he didn't have a ton to do in his area. So he was like, so I got creative and I learned how to pivot and different things like that. So I do think that it helps to make a successful person for sure. So um, yeah, it is really exciting. And I hope that kids can start to play with Barbie and that the negative stereotype around her that she may yeah. be used to have is now gone. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I remember people saying, well, that's not a natural body shape. No one. Ha- I mean, does anyone ever think even a baby doll who's all super pudgy is a natural body type. I mean, I never looked at Barbie and thought I want to be like that because there's no way you could. I mean, the way it's structured, it's a doll. And I I think we all had enough sense to know that there's no way I'm going to look like my doll. Um, But were there any takeaways you got from watching the movie that could apply to everyone working their business and doing effective PR? Yeah. So I think First of all, like I was saying before, I, the whole month of July was Barbie, every single (laughs) client that I could angle into some sort of Barbie topic, because that's what the media was talking about. Mm And so, um, to just kind of capitalize on that was like the smartest thing to do. Um, and I also think just looking at Mattel, so they were super smart before the Barbie movie was even like happening, um, or in production. I'm sure there was talks about it and ideas internally, but as far as we know, before the Barbie movie was happening, they realized that people weren't buying Barbie anymore. They weren't relating to Barbie anymore. And I think it's because kids now they are so diverse. They want to see themselves like you and I did not see ourselves in a Barbie. Um, so, but now kids, they want to see that they're more diverse. Um, And so I think that Mattel was very smart in creating Barbies, you know, with disabilities, with um, different skin colors, with different cultures. Um, And I think that doing that really propelled them forward to kind of like stay relevant. So instead of kind of getting stuck in like, no, this is Barbie and we can't touch her and we can't change her. Mm -hmm. You can keep the classic, but then also bringing on new ideas, I think is a really good thing that they accomplished. Um, And then that way, you know, once further down the road, once the movie was happening and there was hype around it, the PR around it became a lot easier because they had made those changes years prior. Hi, everyone. I have a quick announcement. Christina of SavvyBroadcasting.com. As everyone might be aware who listens into the show, my second book just hit the stands this July, My Crazy Roommate. And each of the chapters has an illustration of an owl character that captures the essence of each chapter. Well, just before the book signing of my book, My Crazy Roommates, 
I had printed one of the owl characters on bookmarks, and they were such a hit that I ended up putting one on a mug. And friends and family and readers loved them so much that we decided to put together a shop with these whimsical owl characters, not only on Etsy but in our very own website, savvybroadcasting.com. So for that and many other wonderful evergreen gifts that we'll continue to put up, as well as characters to come up for our future books, go to savvybroadcasting.com or crazynestcreations.etsy.com and get your very own gift today. Yeah, I I love that you say that. I I have a friend right now who says her sister loves Barbie. So she's created a whole Barbie where she created her own doll that's a Barbie type and a Barbie house with all the Kuchamons. I mean, it's it's fabulous. <laughs> yes. I mean, she built it from scratch. And so this can be a way for even adults to express themselves and, and bring creativity. Because, you know, here's something we just mentioned prior when you talked about Trevor Noah, is that maybe you know, you don't use Barbie forever, but the idea of using creativity, maybe you're a kid and you start playing with Barbie and making up scenarios. Those scenarios could lead you to your purpose in life. Like what's your great gift and talent. And through kind of acting out with your friend, you're like, Oh, I just found, I like trained for some reason or whatever it might be, or I love fashion. Like for me, you know, I liked playing around making clothes. That could be where you're a future fashion designer, but you're so right. Like if kids get out of the screen, perhaps um, culture and more into creativity with their friends, they can start to pull out of themselves different gifts and talents. They might've not known they even had. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Um, and I think it's like vital for childhood development to be able to do that as well. So, um, yeah, I think that that's a great tool to use. Mm-hmm. Now for businesses looking in, they said, well, wow, this sounds really cool. Could I use the Barbie effect for my business or, or messaging? And how would I begin to look at that and pull it into the messaging for my business? What would I need to look at? Yeah. So, um, I think that another tactic that Mattel had was obviously brand partnerships, which that's not going to apply to every single business, like the big businesses that can afford the brand partnerships. Yes, of course. Um, I think that that is a big thing. They had 165 partnerships, I believe by the end of the whole press tour and the whole movie tour and everything like that. So, um, obviously that's like the go-to and if you can afford it, then I think that that's great. (laughs) But, um, I think another thing that any business can kind of do is just kind of paying attention to um, what's going on around you and other businesses that you could collaborate with. But then also, um, I think just learning how to pivot and making sure that you're paying attention to pop culture is a big thing. So like even even like the press tour team around Barbie was paying attention to the fact that like Oppenheimer, which was another very great movie. It was just a twist of fate that they're coming out on the same exact day. Like they didn't plan that. Mm-hmm. Um, they just happened to be coming out on the same day and they were smart enough to leverage that into like more memes, more social media bugs, mm-hmm. buzz. And then the like stark juxtaposition between the two movies really gave them both a lot of attention. Um, and you know, are you going to Barbie? Are you going to Oppenheimer? Like Mm -hmm. that whole thing. So I think that if small businesses, um, pay attention to pop culture and can pivot and talk about, um, different aspects relating to that. Mm -hmm. And yeah, even if something small like that, just a little twist of fate, Oppenheimer had nothing to do with Barbie, but their team made it have to do with Barbie because, Mm -hmm 
they knew that it would get more buzz and there would be more social media and memes and different things around it. So I think that that was a very smart thing that they did as well. Yeah, you're you're really um, spot on when it comes to that, because I think a, a lot of small businesses miss the mark when they try to fit in like, well, how do I afford a budget like that? When really what you can do is even if you go to NBC or Fox or some of the big stations, if you offer something where you can take your messaging and whatever you offer and tie it to what is going on in pop culture right now that they can use, because basically they need content. So if you can provide great content that fits the narrative that's going on right now in culture, then that will make you stand out. Like where might maybe, you know, there's a lot of talk about the the gender roles and stuff like that, that were kind of portrayed in Barbie. Cause that's something you can talk to based on your, maybe a psychologist, maybe that's something you could talk to more because that's your expertise, you know, things like that, seeing how what's going on in pop culture can fit your expertise or what your business is all about. Yes. We actually did do that with one of our psychologists and she was on a TV news segment about um, the gender roles in Barbie and how it was like so different because Mm -hmm. basically what Greta Gerwig did a great job of was kind of doing the stereotypical male female roles Mm -hmm. and switching them. Um, And yeah, I think that that was super impactful as a whole, but then also um, yeah, just in the movie and um, with other PR initiatives, I think that it was a really smart thing for them to do. For you, I mean, we don't want to give any tidbits away for anyone who missed the movie. <laughs> I hadn't seen it yet, but was there an aha takeaway you might've gotten from the movie particular that you think was a great life lesson? Yeah, I do think it really was the gender role thing because there was like the aha America Ferreira, she gets her big speech and that was like a really great moment in the movie. But I think the more subtle part of it that Greta Gerwig is one of my favorite directors, so I love her. So I think one of the like more subtle things that she did that I really appreciated was that she was showing um, Ken as being like super desperate for Barbie's attention. His whole world revolved around Barbie mm. um, and all of these different things. And while she did kind of make it more explosive, more dramatic <laughs> that he felt this way. Um, that trope is in a lot of movies. It's always the girl going after the guy. It's always guys, the girl centered around the guy. What's the guy doing? He's the focus. He's the lead. And you're just mm-hmm. like the girl or the girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think switching that and making it kind of more dramatized that Barbie was just like fully ignoring Ken <laughs> and different things like that, that may not happen in every movie or in every real life relationship, hopefully yeah. not. Um, But I think that doing that kind of more subtly throughout the movie, um, instead of having it be the one big moment, I think that that was more impactful that she had that kind of in the background the whole time. Yeah, I I love that you mentioned that because I remember my 20s waiting by the phone. Will he call? Will he call? Oh, my God, did he like me? (laughs) And and it's so sad because it makes us not as powerful because a guy could be totally into us, but when it's not attractive, when you're like clinging on, you really want that call, they can feel the energy. And so if you can go out there and be like, nah, I'm good one way or another, if you call me, then it makes yeah. you more attractive. They're like, Hey, what do you mean? Why are you not paying attention to me? And I found it did work as I got older and stopped worrying as much. Did certain guys like me or not? Because, Hey, there's plenty of guys out there. If this one doesn't like me, <laughs> yeah. you'll find someone else. But that that's definitely a great message. Well, I don't want us to leave without everyone finding out how they can find out more about you, about Otter PR. How can they do that? 
Yeah, so there's always otterpr.com um, that you can find out more about Otter PR and the different services that we offer. Um, and then there's also me. I am publicist Danielle is my Instagram handle. So um, please follow me if you're interested in anything PR related. I love to post about all of that stuff um, and actually posted a Barbie case study as well um, from Millwater. So that was really cool too. Um, so yeah, I am at publicist Danielle. And then we also have at otterpr and otterpr.com. Awesome. Well, I just have to thank you again, Danielle, for coming today and sharing your great wisdom. I know you gave much food for thought as we enter into 2024 and hopefully um, food for thought that our business owners can put to use in 2024 and be that much more successful in their PR messaging. Thank you for coming to Savvy Broadcasting. Of course. Thank you for having me. You betcha. Looking for a hilarious read? Well, check out my latest book, My Crazy Roommates. The names have been changed to protect the deranged. Step into the wild and unpredictable world of young adulthood in the heart of New York City. Brace yourself for a roller coaster ride through the trials, tribulations, and hilarious moments of shared living spaces with a colorful cast of characters. Fasten your seatbelt and get ready to laugh, cringe, and maybe shed a tear as you delve into the pages of My Crazy Roommates. So get your copy today, available at Amazon.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 